Well, uh, boys, we are very, very close to being able to look at the Premier League table, and um, I think one of us is gonna gonna be real happy when that happens. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. Arsenal, you can see that over my shoulder, wherever it is. There it is, yeah. Uh, That's Brad uh, over that way now, I guess. He supports uh, Chelsea and down below. That's Sean. He supports Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, Top of the table, Tottenham Hotspurs, if I uh, would be so bold in saying. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you're going to say it doesn't count, so it doesn't matter. You're just you get carte blanche to say that, but it doesn't matter, right? No, 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 no. I, 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 I would certainly not say that Tottenham being at the top of the t- table right now doesn't count. What I would say is that the table holistically is irrelevant because we haven't played ten games yet. So, like looking at it and trying to um, gain some sort of deeper understanding of what's going on in the Premier League is uh, is futile at this point. Would be my suggestion. Not that, oh. not that we shouldn't celebrate Tottenham being. Uh, well, I, I certainly won't celebrate Tottenham being first. No, who would be celebrate? Who would be? Ce- There's only one person who celebrates Tottenham being first. True. Yeah, I just feel like that was a massive setup for an undercut. Um, <laughs> it wasn't intentionally, but now that you say it, I wouldn't mind. Um, <laughs> okay. You want, you want me to you want me to celebrate it, and then you could just undercut it and say, it yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, oh yeah, look at Tottenham. Tottenham. Top of the table. Look at us. Yeah, bro. It doesn't matter. Not 10 games. Yeah, that's okay. That's, okay. That's <laughs> uh, before, before we get too deep, um, hit that subscribe button. Ring the sub notification bell uh, if you are on YouTube. If you're on one of the podcast sites, hit it with a follow. Hit it with um, five-star review, all that stuff. Uh, and uh, Brad's still still tracking down those five-star reviews on, I, I am. on Apple. I will read them out. Apple Podcasts on YouTube, whatever it's called. I don't uh, uh, iTunes. I couldn't remember what it's called. iTunes. Uh, wow. But YouTube, yeah. iTunes. I mean, that was you were close. I Silicon Valley, man. It's all the same. Google, Apple. Who cares? All right. Uh, so what we got for you guys today? We are going to be looking at Match Week Nine. Uh, just kind of uh, getting a feel for uh, this feel. weekend in the Premier League. Uh, that might be a, uh, a veiled comment for later this week. Um, but yeah, so, uh, kind of just, uh, if, if you are, uh, if you're following along on YouTube, you can check the scores on the ticker tape. We've got the Newcastle score, uh, scrolling along right as we speak. Um, but you guys can, of course, uh, pause the video or pause the podcast or pull up the, uh, hit Google, google.com EPL match week nine. You'll be able to see all the scores. Um, we have to start, uh, in West London. I mean, there's two of Ooh. us on this podcast that uh, support two of the teams that played against each other. It's the Chelsea Arsenal match in West London. And that game uh, ended in a exciting 2-2 draw. Um, as I correctly predicted, it was a uh, banana peel game for Arsenal. Arsenal slipped up and did not take maximum points in this match uh, against what was, I think you guys were 11th place Chelsea coming into the match, something like that. You guys were... Uh, sure. Dreadful. Yeah. Not that it matters, right? Because uh, yeah. not ten games. But, it Brad, yet. but but since it's probably more a, a better result for for your team, why don't you uh, take the floor first? Tell us uh, what did you think about the game? Um, what are your feelings in this moment? Uh, you know what? As 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 
Sorry, I just saw PremierLeague.com. They have Saka as the man of the match, and I'm flabbergasted, but that's okay. Who would you um, say was the man of the Cole match? Cole Palmer. Interesting. Okay. You, you know, Brad, the, I will give you that. Cole Palmer did look really good. Cole Palmer like had like had the game by the throat. Like Cole Palmer was doing everything. You seem to be disagreeing, but that's okay. Um, um I, I would just wonder what he did after like he he was I don't think he's as influential as you were trying to say he was um later in the game. But I no, digress. But he's he's also still, I, anyway. I do have a Cole Cole Palmer related question. Yeah, Brad. Brad, I need you to tell me why is he your penalty taker? Because he wanted to. He <laughs> said, mean, "Give me that ball." He Enzo, said, "Give me that ball, Sterling." Enzo and Enzo cool said, yeah, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." He gets the ball. Shut up. He gets the ball. Is that a training thing? Is that it? Was that just straight confidence on the field, or like I guess it was confidence be. on the field? There's no way. When I saw him grab the ball and go towards the spot, I was like, "What? What?" That was my I, exact. I think that's his maybe his second penalty for us, but first with like with a more full strength first squad, first team. James, James, were you also surprised to see Cole Palmer walking to the spot with the ball? Um, I was surprised, but for different reasons. Not that he was the one taking the penalty, more than you surprised that we got the penalty in the first place. Uh, no, actually, I wasn't surprised you guys got the penalty. When I saw it on replay, I was like, yeah, they're going to give that penalty. Now, I think that there's a broader conversation we can have about uh, defensive arm handball mm-hmm. penalties if we want to have that. Uh, that and is that is one of my questions that I, I have my list of questions and, and things, points that I'm going to bring up. Um, and I have a different you, I have a different question about Will Palmer. But you want to let him, maybe we'll let him finish and then yeah, we'll address that. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think Chelsea played the game really, really well. Um, I think Connor Gallagher was another unsung hero. Like again, him and Cole Palmer at the top pressing, I think did a really, really good job of um not letting Arsenal into the middle of the field, pushing you guys wide. Um I don't think you guys had much effective possession until um Sanchez decided to give Declan Rice a goal. So you you blame Sanchez for the for that goal? Yeah. Mm, okay, interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Interesting. He, he, he was careless with the ball there. It just sucks that like, you guys capitalized on that mistake, and then we didn't capitalize on the mistake Raya made. Cole Palmer's at his feet. Yeah, no, no, I, I know, I know, which, I know which, what you're talking about with Raya. Um, yeah, I would agree with you. Well, I mean, Raya played, I mean, insofar as Raya could put himself into that position, he, he, then, he then played it well after that. Um, Correct. His what, recovery was strong. So, okay. What? Any? Any other closing? You, you um, obviously, you obviously feel like Chelsea should have won the game. Yes, but before, so, um, as as far as results go, and where our team is at, and where Arsenal are at right now, you told me at the beginning of the game it was a draw. I probably would have been happy. At the end of that game, I was disappointed. Okay. So. I would echo your sentiment in being disappointed in that match. Um, I was equally disappointed. Um, I think so. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go from the top of my list. So it kind of goes chronologically in a sense. Um, but I have a question for maybe not Brad. Maybe Sean is a better question person to answer this question. But should Cole Palmer have even had even been on the pitch to take the penalty? 
should he have been sent off at this point in the match? So I bring up the fact that he uh, stamped on Gabrielle's shin studs up, um, and that's what he got a yellow card for. Uh, that was a yellow card. It wasn't a judge. VAR didn't upgrade it. Um, we've seen lesser fouls get, get given as red cards this season. Um, I think I've been upset at those in the past. And so if this is a, if this is a situation where VAR and the PGMOL are improving and they're getting better, and that's why that was not a red card, uh, then that's fine. And I'm okay with it. Um, but did you think that his first challenge on Jesus deserved a red card, Sean? No. Okay, that's fine. But, that's fair. But but I do agree with you that lesser challenges have been a red, yeah. which is the problem. It's not Palmer's challenge that is the problem. It's the inconsistency. All right. So I kind of agree. I think that's a yellow card, and I'm okay with it. My bigger issue with the Premier League in this season in, in Cole Palmer is that he gets that yellow card, and that's fine. I'm happy with it. But then like five minutes later, an Arsenal player commits a foul and Cole Palmer is looking at the referee and essentially saying you have to oh, get yeah. a yellow card. And on top of that, four other Chelsea players surround the referee at the same time. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's, I, my it's, un- it's my understanding in the Premier League this season that you're not allowed to ask the referee to book people. And that's a that's a cautionable offense. And if Cole Palmer is telling the referee he needs to caution whoever, whichever Arsenal player it was, I don't remember who it was. He should have gotten a second yellow card and he should have been sent off. And on top of that, the Chelsea players did surround the referee. That's kind of like a, that's kind of like an out there stance. I don't honestly fully like, I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily suggesting that is, is the reason why Arsenal lost lost the game, but it is, um, it is interesting to me. It's humorous. Okay. That's my, uh, that's my, that was my first point. So so this is the Kovacic. uh, Do you, do you think this was like a, a Kovacic type no, call? Certainly not in as that, bad. Certainly not as bad as Kovacic. Right, Kovacic but in that, in that this is off. a this game is a important rivalry. Give them a little bit more. I'm just I'm just trying to think of why they did not because you're correct. Let, um, let that should that's yeah. a cautionable offense in what this was. Like I'm you're you are correct. Okay, I'm glad I'm not going to ever defend I, the referees. Yes. What did I, you think I wasn't going to? I yes. Why? <laughs> well, because there's going to be something else on my list that you're going to uh, that you're going to push back on me for. Oh, I know, well, I know, I know that. Well, I'm, I'm coming hard well, I feel, too. I, I feel like I can lead part three because okay. in week two, uh, Christian Romero was adjudicated to being in a lunging position in the box where a ball hit his forearm, and it was adjudicated that a lunging position is a natural position. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, if you call it that way, that's okay. All right. But then that that's not a handball. Then if, if you called it the way you did for Romero, this was not a handball. So in watching the handball that was given against Saliba, in watching that, it's kind of like, oh, I understand why they've given it as a yellow card. I, and honestly, I, I'm not, I, I watched it and I was like, I'm not, I wasn't even mad about it because I knew they were going to do it. But upon watching it later and reflecting and A, because they talk about like proximity to the ball like are you making yourself in an unnatural position that's debatable because he's ju- if you look at mudrick when mudrick heads the ball his arm is out as well so like if you're talking about jumping and your arm coming up that's a natural position and there's nothing you can do about it um now it, I'm, I'm not super mad about it i think we do need to have a, 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 a i think the premier league needs to figure out 
what a handball is. It's and, lunging and yes. jumping a natural position. Yes. We like, need yes to, they need to, they need to draw they that need to clear up. that up. So I'm not even super mad about that. Um, so it is what it is. Um, but they need to clean like, it up. Because like I said, seven weeks ago, they, they exactly. D- D- VAR took it and said, oh, no, Romero's yeah. not a... That's exactly. Not a, but but they he also went to the screen and looked at it, though. Like, the ref did what we've been asking them to do. He did go to the screen and look at it a second time. Okay, but 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 they're also sending him over and saying that the reason why I'm asking you to make a, take a look at this is because I think you've made a clear and obvious error. Is that a clear and obvious error? That's the question. I, I, right. it, it's it's the weird it's the weird context right um, I'm with you guys it does so, okay. need to be defined but I'm happy that the ref went and looked and whatever sure. the ref's decision was after he went and looked cool you you okay. looked a second time so I, I, I wanted think, to give praise for that part I don't think that this should play a factor to a point but if you really like watch the replay it was only a handball because Mudrick hit it off target because if he would have put it on target, it wouldn't have hit his hand. That's yes. also true. That's also yes. true. So if um, you take that into account, that's an extra reason why it should not be a handball. Because yeah. not only did it not mean to, but if it was hit correctly, it would not have been. Yeah. So that's another thing. So we need to clean that not up. That that should matter. Right. Um, I want to give props to Gusto. I thought Gusto had a great game. Uh, oh, me too. He that locked up, he locked oh up Martinelli. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. like he locked up Martinelli. Martinelli didn't get a lot of joy until later in the second half so, when he started making some moves. He did nothing in the first half. Um, he did very little in the second half, but Gusto had a really good game. Um, Kukurea, see, on I'm, the other hand, did not. All he did was foul Sokka. And I'm shocked. Uh, and and he, he essentially was like, I'm just going to kick Sokka until he can't play. Um, and it was ridiculous. And the fact see, that he got away with what he got away with was infuriating. I have I have a slight pushback I, I knew in that were. in that in the first half he did play very well uh, against Saka. In the second half, uh, Saka got him. I just disagree. Because Saka eight months. There was there was a situation where um, there was a foul further up the pitch and Saka was receiving the ball and then Kukurea just took him out. It, just, it was dirty and oh. and uh, it just nothing happens of it be, happened because play had died like had stopped beforehand. I don't want to spend too much time on that. Sean, you look like well, you had a thought. I, yeah, I actually am glad you brought that up because watching the game, Martinelli was a ghost. Like, and I, the entire, <laughs> I, I think I told Brad while you were, uh, you were away while we were doing the pre pre production meeting, um, that later in the second half and early in the, or sorry, later in the first half and early in the second half, I was just saying this game screams for Trossard. Like you have to put him on because Martinelli's just not getting it done, and lo and behold, he comes on and scores a goal. But so I am the clairvoyant savant that I think I am. But um, no, I just thought like Arteta's got to be quicker to that when you have a weapon like Trossard who creates magic the way he does. Like I think you got to be quicker on that. If Martinelli's just not having his day, he's not having a good time, then you you just get Trossard in there. It's a like for like. I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, two vastly different styles, but they are like for like. Uh, two things, two points about Sanchez. Um, I don't think Sanchez is at fault for the for, for the for the Declan Rice goal, and let me explain to you why I don't think he's at fault for the Declan Rice goal. Goalies are told to make that pass. They're encouraged to make that pass. Connor Gallagher is in front of Declan Rice. Connor Gallagher is closer to Sanchez than Declan Rice is to Sanchez when Sanchez makes the pass. Connor Gallagher just doesn't move at all. He never moves his feet. Loafed. 
Yeah. He never moves his feet, and then Rice realizes that Gallagher's not moving. He steps in front of him and receives the pass. And so what is Sanchez supposed to do? He's told he's supposed to make this pass. He makes the pass, and his midfielder leaves him, hangs him out to dry. Um, uh, it, it, to me, I understand why the goalkeeper gets, gets crap for it, but mm-hmm. in all honesty, it's Connor Gallagher's fault. Connor Gallagher hung his goalkeeper out to dry there, and um, that's, it's you, kind of inexcusable in my you, opinion. You can even see it when you watch the replays. Even <laughs> It's almost like right before Rice gets the ball that Connor even realized what happened. Yep. Even even when he goes around him, he doesn't even. There's no yeah. urgency yet. It, it takes a second and, and, for and that then, switch to and, flip. And, and then he's like, "Oh no!" Like yeah. then he reacts, but it's too late. He's it's a yard behind him. Yeah, a meter behind him at that point. Um, next question about Sanchez: um, Should should Arsenal have been awarded a penalty for Sanchez clattering into Gabriel Jesus? When in the second half was coming. It was a cross or a corner. I don't remember which. Um, oh, Tommy, the, on the Tommy, corner? Tommy Asu wins the ball, and Sanchez, Sanchez comes to punch, and he misses oh, the ball, I, oh, yeah, yeah, misses everything, up. and puts his upper chest shoulder into Gabriel Jesus's face. Well, again, um, the PGMOL was consistent in that it was not a penalty to Onana. So. Uh, incorrect, because the PGMOL... Uh, publicly apologized to Wolves for not awarding a penalty. Howard Webb used that as a spot on their explaining with Michael Owen how the VAR is working slash not working. They specifically used the Onana one in week one as like, oh, we messed up. He should have given, he should have. The call on the field was the same. The call on the field was the same. Okay, so we're having the same failure of VAR then. Not eight weeks later. Eight weeks later, we're having the same failure of VAR. I think that's like, like so, if uh, if Red Card Radio had a like a subtitle, it would be Red Card Radio failures of VAR. Okay, well then you should be on my side, Brad, and you should be complaining about this because it wasn't my team, it wasn't your team when it first happened against Onana, and we both thought it was bad, and now it's come back to bite one of our teams, and it benefited you, and so like you can't sit there and be like, well, you know, it's not that bad. You you gotta you gotta I, you gotta stick it to him because that was that was they should Arsenal should have had a penalty. Brad, what di- what did I say when Liverpool were aggrieved against against us and it benefited us that we have to we have to stop this we have to get it right yeah yeah no like, even I mean, when it benefits me like this is the, this is silly we've got to get the we've got to be better. better yeah I would like the refs to be consistent and better yes I, I would agree. like the, I would like the refs to be right and I would like VAR to be right um I don't want them to be consistently bad and wrong I want them to be consistently right and good. Um, my final yeah, the only point, consistency is they're bad. Yes. Yeah. And that's not the right kind of consistency. Um, my, my, my final point that I have listed, I think I have another point in my mind, um, is that Jorginho was not good enough. We looked a lot better when Rice went back to the six. Um, and yeah. from here on out, we either need to have Rice at six and part uh, either, either Rice at six or Partey at six. Uh, uh, nothing else, nothing else works. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Virginia's alone six doesn't work. This is a definitive fact, a statement of fact that I'm about to make, Brad. This is a statement no, of fact. No, it's not. Um, Mudrick did not intend to score no. that. Nope, nope. Let no. me finish. Mudrick did not intend to score that. He never once looked at the goalkeeper. Yes, he, he does? No, he does not. I disagree. Stop. I disagree. Let me finish my point. I disagree. He does not one time look at the goalkeeper. He looks at who he's passing. He looks at who he's trying to cross to. He hits the ball. He in, he continues to look to where he's crossing the ball. And no. then he's like, where's the ball? And he finds it and it goes in the net. 
I, I don't care if, if his no. goalkeeper... No, 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 stop, stop. I don't care if his I goalkeeper... The goalkeeper coach. I, I don't care if his goalkeeper coach told him beforehand to, to look at Raya because Raya sometimes is off the line. That's that it, 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 he, he was not intending it. It doesn't take away from the goal. He still gets the goal. He still deserves it. He still kicked the ball, but he wasn't intending it. And so you, saying, you saying that it was a good up. goal. I think, I think you're wrong. You see him look, he sees Sterling, he tracks Sterling for the cross. Looks down the ball, looks back up, sees where Raya is at, and that's when he kicks it. This is there's, there's a video. There's a video from behind, behind yes. the goal. Behind, you can see oh, you, Raya. You, you like it's behind the goal, behind Raya. You, you it's tracking Mudrick's eyes. It's tracking his face the whole time. He never once looks at the goal, Brad. He never once does it, and it's fine. It is what it is. He scored a goal. Good for him. It was um, a gorgeous. It was, it was <laughs> this is like the, the, the Saka had a goal like this a couple years ago. I don't, I think it might've been against Chelsea too, um, where it just wasn't, it was a cross that was mishit and it went in the goal and you celebrate like, it, but you, goal? but you don't, then, you don't then go after the fact and be like, yeah, it was intentional. You just say, look, yeah. I, it happens. It happens. Oh, no, um, it was intentional. hundred percent. I, I will cool. say about that goal. Um, if you look, Arsenal were dominant for the next 15 minutes after that. That goal happened right at the beginning of the second half. I think if that goal doesn't happen, if Mudrik doesn't get lucky, I think Arsenal go on to win the game because they dominate the second half. Um, I don't. We, See, I didn't think we have no way of dominating it. until Mudrik came off. I think Mudrik coming off, um, and then um, Jorginho coming off two minutes later. I think that was the switch. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we did dominate you for like the te- like. After that Mudrick goal, we dominated you for at least 10 to 15 minutes and like controlled the you ball, guys, got it in dangerous positions. We might not have had a lot of shots, but we were we controlled the ball in your half of the pitch. See, that was the difference for those 10 minutes is that you got it into dangerous positions. Before then, you guys had you had possession. Sure. But you didn't sure. have it in dangerous positions. So one, I, I agree with you. But one nil is a very different game than two nil. But so I'm I'm disappointed. We lost the game and it was disappointing to see. So I just think my final thought was watching it from an relatively neutral position was when even when Mudrick scored my entire feeling and maybe it's pessimism but my entire feeling was well Arsenal are gonna Arsenal are gonna score they're gonna yeah you know they're like I just you just felt it like well no way Chelsea are winning 2-0 like that's not happening you're kind of in an interesting position because you weren't in in an entirely neutral position because obviously as a a Tottenham supporter where where Tottenham are at in the table where Arsenal are at in the table you I need to drop points. You need Arsenal to drop points. Yeah. So, so what was Chelsea your feeling? <laughs> what was your feeling? What were your emotions uh, towards the end of the game when Arsenal equalized? Uh, actually, I was hoping that you that you brought it level because I don't want in two weeks' time. I don't want a excited, confident, horny Chelsea team. Like I don't want that. I want them to be beat down, <laughs> but I needed you to drop points. So like it oh. was an impossible situation as a Tottenham fan because I need I you know. to drop points, but I also don't want Chelsea to have confidence either. The, the thing about this Chelsea team is like, they're going to get up for the derbies. They're going to get up for the rival games and then they're going to lose next week to Brentford or something like that. Like they, yeah, Chelsea has Brentford. I don't know if the home or away, but like, it's it's at Stanford Bridge, but like Chelsea are gonna drop points in that game, and it's just gonna be like, oh, it's it's the up and down roller coaster that is Chelsea right now. Is that like they string some stuff together, and then something's gonna happen? That's at look. Least I just want to point opinion. out. I just want to point out. Um, we still haven't lost since I've worn this kit on the pod, so this kit is staying on the pod. 
Oh, did Rose? Did Rose wear the? Uh, the no, shirt? she did not. But I yeah. wore this on the pod, so that's I think why. that was like I think that's why it was a draw. So so it is picked out. It is set um, for game day. All right. Um, yes. We we spent twenty five minutes talking about <laughs> Chelsea and Arsenal. Um, uh, what, are, what anything else happened this week? There's a Merseyside derby. Um, it was. Word on the street uh, is that Everton Everton can be a bit upset about that result because uh, they thought that Kanate should have had a second yellow card while it was still nil nil. Um, and as soon as that happened, he got yoinked. Yeah, it was literally. I was like, "You get out yeah. now! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you um, cannot be on the field anymore." I'd be um, curious to hear what Jimmy and uh, Tamsi think about this one. Yeah, well, you guys, um, you guys had some interesting barking about this City Brighton game. Oh, what? Oh, okay. when you were super confident that Brighton's going to smack City because they're the better team. So let, let, me, let me set, was, let me set the scene for for the folks. So we've got do. a running running text chain in which we. We got some unsolicited uh, picks of the week from from our good friend Joel, who oh. says, I, "I know nobody asked, but I'm going to uh, some 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 picking picking of games, not picks. Yes, yes, uh, picks of games, of, like, selections, of games. selections um, of selections. games, not, not those games, and not those picks. In, in this, in these picks, in these selections, these winners <laughs> selections, uh, he said that City would win it." And I said, uh, I don't know about that. City or Brighton are taking it to them, or whatever. What was my wording? Bright, Brighton or Brighton are taking it to City. Like they're gonna get that win, something like that. And you said, you said, City are scoring seven. I said City are scoring about Hold on. seven, and which about okay. makes that makes so, that. Um, here we hyperbole. go. Let's do the math. Brighton lost two to one away at City. Okay. They were two goals from being a winner. Um, City only scored two goals, which means they were five goals away from scoring seven, which means I'm more right. Um, I'm only two goals off the correct prediction. You are five goals off the correct pred- prediction. Hold on. Hold on. For, for our red card radio heads that, that did tune into the podcast last week, uh, Sean stuck out his whole chest. And said, Brighton is the better team. Brighton is dominating this game. Brighton's winning. City's not scoring anything. Holland, who's Holland? He's not doing anything with yeah. his whole chest. Uh-huh. Not saying hot take. Not saying there's a chance that Brighton wins. No, you went all in before the before the the, the texting and the City 7-0. Well, hold on. Look, can I also just point out? How many how many league table points did Manchester City take away from this game? Three. How many league table points did Brighton and Hove Albion take away from this game? I think that's that's zero. How many league table points did you predict each team would take? <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, and I said <laughs> I I predicted that it would happen. The league table points would be what I what what happened. So you're I still, don't. You're still five goals off the correct. Sure, so I, I I predicted the wrong number of goals. So speaking, but I, speaking of goals, I've got a little trivia for us. Yeah, just moving. <laughs> I've got a little trivia for us. Out of this is not the top ten goal scorer in a uh, by player in the Premier League. This is just the first ten players that show up. So the bottom part of this could be there could be more ties on the next page. Okay. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not looking at that next page. There are. Two players from two different teams 
So two teams have two players in the top 10. Okay. Do you want to venture a guess at those two teams and who they are? I think one is City between uh, Erling Holland and Julian Alvarez. Ooh, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's Brighton. Nope. I these, are, say, these are just surprising teams. That's why I is, is Aston. It. I think Aston Villa. Oh, yeah. Aston Villa is my Aston second Villa, guess. Douglas Louise and, and Ollie, Ollie Watkins. Watkins. Yeah. So so. Uh, Douglas Wee's got a brace uh, in this weekend's game on the Sunday game, that, which I think probably probably brought brings him up. Um, and Ali how... just went off the past week. He had a hat trick in the game before, like the week before. Yeah. Um, who's then? Who's the other? What's the other team? That would be Newcastle, who oh, have Alexander Isak and yeah. Callum Wilson, who of have course. six and five. Making goals. Yep. Oh, that was uh, silly are... of us. Another yeah. another another fun one. There are three players from England, and then the only other country that has two. Can you name it? So the three players from England in the top in the top ten are Jared Bowen, uh, Ollie Watkins, and Callum Wilson. They're all from England. And this then... other country has two players in the top ten. I mean, I, I want to say Norway between Erling Holland and Martin Odegaard. Nope. It's oh. a, it's even funner one for me. It's South Korea. Oh. Oh. He Chan from Wolver- Wolverhampton. The Korean guy. Yeah, the Korean guy. The, the Korean, Korean guy. guy. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, as, so, as Pep says, not as we say, as Pep says. Yeah, the as Korean Pep says. guy. Yeah, as Pep would say. Yeah. Um, Sonny. Sonny's on seven. He's he's tied for second, and Chan is um, tied for sixth. Interesting. That's wow. good trivia. I like that. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, that was fun. That was good. Um, oh, Force well, is no longer Force is not top of the table. By the way, for those that tuned in last week, that's true. They didn't. They didn't take fifteen. They did points. not. They did not get the fifteen points. Now they did Luton Town. So. Well, Luton, Luton Town wouldn't have gone top, but they would have gone like into the Champions League spots with fifteen points. I think. Yeah. Oh, so they were going yeah. to Europe. They would have gotten. They would have gotten to nineteen points. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's the uh, that's the podcast for you. We uh, that's all we got for you. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, sorry if you are a, uh, a a Sheffield fan and you wanted us to break down the Man U game, but we got a little sidetracked with uh, Chelsea and their uh, escapades this weekend. Um, but check back tomorrow. Should be tomorrow. Uh, we will have a. Uh, a preview of, of match week 10 should be some good feelings there. Um, and uh, you guys definitely won't want to miss it. I have a feeling it's going to be a, a really, really fun one. So uh, check back and we will, uh, we will see you guys then have a good one.